disgusting features and fashions in property that actually make you money. Stay tuned. morning mark good morning how are you going good how are you good good sort of gray day i was gonna say sunny but i was looking in the wrong <laughs> the wrong window <laughs> yeah i think there's, there's sun and there's gray i'm not sure but uh, typical sydney uh typical australia at the moment i don't know what to think with the weather yeah it just keeps you guessing yep just like yep. transition just like trends in real estate and interior design always keeping you guessing it's it's forever changing and we uh we've been talking off air and having a lot of fun with fashions in real estate and what they're actually doing it is absolutely crazy what they're doing isn't it it's it's very weird like i i feel like in the past five years we're seeing such a huge shift in what's fashionable and what's not and you're seeing a lot of different tastes come out and it's it's just it's one topic that's got as you were saying off air like we could talk about it for hours. There's so much to cover. It's nuts. Um, let's get into it. Fat. There's things. What? And I, what I really wanted to tie this back to was if you are doing fashionable or anything you're doing to your property, please consider what we're going to talk about today because these things are going to lose you money in a horrible way or make you money in a horrible way in time they'll crystallize to be diamonds or they'll crystal or they'll crystallize to be coal depending on how you approach these fashionable items in your property and you're still gonna have fun so it's a real balance between you don't want to be conservative so uh let's let's fire away yeah so i think one of the first things we were talking about we were talking about what's coming in and what's coming out so i guess one of the biggest trends I think we're seeing in the coming years is the shift to more being more environmentally conscious. And that's like having more, like you were seeing it, like more earthy tones are coming into people's properties and homes. We're looking more at like oranges and reds and browns. And that's sort of that shift that we've seen in minimalism that was really popular in the early 2010s. And, and sustainability. Sustainability, yeah. Like even we just had a property sell, I think it was 92 Toronto Avenue in Chroma and yep. they have lots of different like environmental conscious, environmentally conscious aspects included in the home. So like having just like a bit more like safer air con and being really energy resourceful throughout the home. So I think that's something that, and that's something I think won't really go away. I think that's one trend that's going to continue to go upward as we see more environmental awareness. Yeah, I, I, I think well said. Um, sustainability with property renovations, I think, is respected. Um, it's uh, uh, People are, don't want to invest too heavily with their dollars with it, but they do want to have that consideration about it. So it's uh, it's pretty amazing that, that that word sustainability hasn't gone away. When it first started, I used to have a chuckle about it. Um, but it's uh, it's not going away and it's growing more and more very slowly. Yeah. And we're seeing it like I think functional furniture and like functional pieces inside the home are really getting more popular as well. So rather than having like 
sculptures or little decorative pieces that that's all it is it's decoration we're seeing people turn to more like functional pieces so like furniture that's got like storage built into it and like a, yes. yeah so coat racks as a piece of decoration like something everything's got a use now how does ikea keep coming up with this stuff I know. Well, it's <laughs> you're like, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, that's been, that piece of footage has been around for 20, 30 years. How did you think of doing that? I I, it blows me away. <laughs> it's that. I reckon it's that chick. What's her Marie Marie Kondo? Who was like? She brought in that whole thing, like, oh, keep one thing, get rid of five things. It's that yep. whole thing of like, don't keep stuff you don't need anymore. So, but yeah, IKEA. Ikea's thriving. I read this thing yesterday and it was saying that Ikea is the reason that it's so successful is because people are more likely to keep furniture that they've said, oh, I've built that myself. So their whole business model is built around like you actually build the furniture that they provide to you and it's cheaper cost for them. Because of the pride factor. Now let's yeah. blast through the, the, the fashionable, uh, the disgusting fashions um, yeah. that, uh, that are going to make people money or potential lose people. Or, or lose people money depending on on what it's like and it and i think the important thing here is um there's a lot of the stuff that people are doing in properties that aren't uh that won't stand the test of time and i think that's a huge consideration what we're going to talk about today that whatever you're doing to your place just you know it may be on trend friggin awesome um and the second thing you're going to do on it which is similar may be friggin awesome when you look at those two things that you're going to do, for instance, like a wall colour, please don't make the consideration of what only looks shit hot at the moment, but make the consideration of what's going to look shit hot in, in over a longer period of time, especially when you've got stuff that's not um, interchangeable cheaply, like a kitchen bench top or a kitchen cupboard or a splashback. The colour choice, super important. Go wild on your paint. Don't go old on your, on your kitchen cupboards. Let's go through these items um, quick yeah. and subsequently that you've spoken about. Well, I know off air we were talking about different types of lights and how we've seen a shift. It was like, as you were saying, there was oyster lights and then there were down lights. And, yeah, did you want to speak more about that quickly, Mark? Have a think about, okay, yeah, very quickly. Have a, have a think about your lighting in your property again what is going to stand the test of time um i'm surprised how down lights have stayed so fashionable even though they seem to have actually changed in their look and feel um in principle they're the same they're the same thing but people went wild putting in down lights into properties and they, they've sort of trended away a little bit more to wall lighting like sconces um or um tr uh, lamps and stuff like that like a soft light light temperature I think has changed in fashion and that's an easy one to change it's like paint where if you have a cold white light it feels like a hospital if you have a warm white light dimmable it's a much much more comfortable warm room to be in um as well and i think the dimmable is the way to go with lighting to make money in the future particularly in places like bedrooms and living rooms um kitchens and bathrooms people don't really care about the dimmable but I think it's worth an investment in lighting. It will make you money. It is fashionable because it makes such a big difference, such a big impact very quickly. Yeah, I, I really 
I agree about the dimmable lights. Like we've got a few in our house and like even just uh, this, it just automatically makes me think of birthdays because we always just dim the lights when it's candle time and it makes just the mood shifts completely. And it just makes me think of that, but it's something it's, it changes the whole atmosphere of a, of a room just like so quickly. And I think you're right. That's one trend that probably isn't going to go out of date anytime soon. Um, 100%. I'm just looking at this list we had, uh, we were talking about, um, I read this one article that said that open plan living is one that's sort of in question at the moment because with the shift in working from home at COVID and being around other people and wanting your own space, there's been a sort of shift to wanting some private areas in the house. So I think yeah. that's one that I don't, I, I'm not going to say open plan living is going to go completely out the door, but I think that's something that we're probably going to see a lot more flexibility in. So even if having like, and open plan living space, we'll probably see like people include like separators into the room that sort of make your own private space within that space. I don't know. That's one that's yep. sort of up in the air at the moment. Well, I've seen I've seen a, uh, at the moment a trend where it's a wall and the wall pulls out of the wall to go straight down the middle of the room and create two rooms like a dining room and a lounge and things like that and then the potential for the dining room to to close up into the wall and go back out so i I think that uh, with smaller homes people were coming together after a working week after a five-day working week and they wanted to come together into a room whereas i think now in a seven-day environment that everyone's at home that separation is really important so it's an interesting thing to watch with fashion, how rooms are going to be treated with separation, with people not coming, like wanting that separation more and wanting to come together. So rooms are sort of having to do different, a couple of things at once now rather than just, yeah. just be allowed. Yeah, everything. it's got like a multifunctional vibe now after COVID. Um, and then this is more just... Yeah, working on people's emotions is a good point. And I think that's we're seeing that trend in like wanting that those warm colours and wanting everything to feel really homely. I think that's a big trend. And that's a big shift from minimalism, which is one of our outs of today. I think minimalism was very popular in the 2010s, having all white everything. But yep. we're slowly seeing that pull away. Like people are wanting to put feature walls in their properties now. We're even in like if we, we're looking at like commercial like buildings. So I always use Brookvale as an example. How that whole industrial vibe, like that trend's really coming up. Like seeing how things work, but it's like built like within to like, to show you. I, I'm thinking breweries. I'm thinking about <laughs> bucketies and yeah. Brookvale. Everything's yeah. it's very. Yeah, and and I think that, you know, with what Luke's mentioned about um, working on people's emotions, all of these things are are clipping back to emotions. Yeah, that emotion, that how that actually makes you feel. And I think that with these trends, you know, like when I just say dimmable lights are not dimmable lights, how lighting change, everything used to be non-dimmable. Now everything's starting to get to be dimmable. It automatically creates that emotion for you, comfort or home and things like that. And I think that all these things that you're talking about, they're all tying back to emotion, um, yeah. all, the, all these fashions. It's really interesting. What else we got on the list? Well, we've got out, uh, so... Yeah, decoration without a purpose. So we've sort of touched on that briefly before. So people are looking at getting more pieces that 
do more than one thing rather than just serving as a decoration, getting away from that clutter, like the idea of clutter, I think is one thing. Um, Things we had in sort of the middle we were talking about was like flowers and fake flowers, which is something. So when you hear the word flake flowers, the the hands stand up at the back of your neck and you go, ew. Um, But as much as you don't like to admit it, people, they are everywhere. They are very high quality now. They're not – you almost cannot tell the difference when you touch them. Um, And they're in a lot of restaurants, cafes, homes, and nobody questions at Palms. Um, you know, when you go to Coco Republic, for instance, or furniture shops, they've got some really good examples of them. So I, I'm not going to say they're on trend, but I'm not going to say they're out of fashion anymore like they always have been. Yeah, well, that's one thing. I remember Jess talked about this in like a few episodes back when we were talking about celebrity homes. And I think it was Lisa Vanderpump spent like so much money, the biggest thing she spent money on in her house was flowers because she always had real flowers. But it's giving that that atmosphere. Like I've I've definitely been, I worked in restaurants and I was watering flowers that I only realised were fake after watering like <laughs> 20 pots of them. So they, they're they do. They're really good. They're great. I've got little, I've got fake flowers in my room, just like a, a few bits and pieces there. But it just, it adds to it and it's, it, it they look good when you can tell that they're not fake, I will say. And it hasn't stopped us from buying flowers, that people are still buying the flower, doing the flower thing, buying the flower thing, but it's more of a surplus of more flowers in the property as a fashion. Yeah. And then some other things that are sort of in at the moment is I think we're seeing a lot of like sculptural and curved pieces. like. I've seen lots of like coffee tables, for example. So we're getting away from sort of like square and like all the same, like stock standard. And we're getting more into like unique sort of looking pieces. So like there's been a thing with like curved decks outside and I don't know, we're seeing lots of circular shapes at the moment and archways. And it costs a hell of a lot of money in architecture. A lot of unit blocks are introducing the curves. Um, costs a bucket load when you start doing windows and, and curves and things like that but um yeah i think i think art people are trying to have have a bit more fun and also with fashion um the products i've noticed textured walls um in um in, uh, uh, in wallpapers for instance leathers um in um uh it, you know like people are start but with are really starting to have a little bit of fun um you know with 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 that sort of uh, you know, you can see in a lot of these new hotels now, um, the way that they're finishing out, there's there's so many different features that people are introducing. So that's, that's I guess, getting on fashion. You know what's interesting? I'm, 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 it was just last night I had a friend made a comment. Um, he'd stayed in a hotel recently and he said he feels like you're inside a car. So oh. he said he said some of the fittings that they're doing, like he was, we were standing inside of a lift of a hotel and he was looking around the lift and he said it feels like like a jag you know like there's 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 leather and there's you know um uh graphite and you know like they're, they're using like a lot of different products things. now yeah. um which is which is really cutting edge fashion with architects and stuff like that that it's it's getting 
yeah well look at even like a car interior it's just it's wicked now um all the stuff they're using and yeah it used to be cloth seats yeah well, speaking of hotel, I say I stayed at a hotel recently, and that was another thing that I forgot to put on my list. But they mentioned that floor floor to ceiling curtains is something that's like quite in because it that's a really one. Yeah, and it really opens up the space. I remember this hotel we stayed at. It was like the whole idea of the hotel. It's called Little National. The whole idea is that everything's quite small. But yep. in the space, like, you wouldn't even imagine, like, it's so open, everything, as we said, it's all warm. There's all different, like, lighting settings. They had, like, ambient lighting with the dim lights. But, um, yeah, the, the long curtains. And that's something I feel like I'll, I'll knock on wood saying this, but I think that offers you enough privacy that you can, like, it's private if you want it to be, but it also opens the space up so much more. So... And just, just to go right back to the beginning of what you just said, all window finishings used to fit the window only. Whether it was a curtain, whether it was a blind, whether it was a shutter, it would fit. It would only fit that hole. And that's definitely changed now. People are taking it from the top of the ceiling, from the, from the ceiling all the way down to the floor, and often they're going the full width of the wall um, and making that curtain almost a feature. That's on trend. Yeah, and I think I yeah. Is it going to go away that one? That's an interesting one. I don't know. I think curtains are one thing. Like if you look at the curtains in like the seventies and <laughs> anything from the seventies, a lot of the time you'd be like, oh, I don't know now. But I don't. I my con like my idea is that trends are sort of cyclical. Like a lot of the stuff that we we've seen in the past, where we've been like, oh, I don't know is now sort of coming back in. So it's just a matter of finding that balance, looking back in time, seeing what was popular, what's in, what's out, and what sort of stayed stagnant throughout it. So do you look to the stuff that's gone out of fashion and suggest that that's going to come in fashion and, and be rewrapped in a different way? Well, I'm calling it now. I think we're going to see, like, a reemergence of, like, 70s, that whole, like, you know, the, all like the oranges and the reds and the yellows, like all the like the, the varnish kitchens. I, I just, I have a feeling and I feel like we're going to look back at it in 20 years time. They're like, why did we do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's there. So that's a show. That's a, that's a really, um, hopefully everyone's enjoy everyone out there. You've enjoyed these observations and, and um, these things on property. Hopefully you've learned a bit about what not to do and what to do in your property renovations when you, when you, when you're doing stuff, the approach um, to take and what's in, what's going to make you money. But um, it's, uh, it's probably left, left me a bit more confused than, than, uh, than, than assured. Um, because there are so many variables to fashion with property. Yeah, and it, it varies um, like across every person. Like what one person can find really nice, another person can find horrible. So I don't. I think it's just finding something that works in your home that it it it'll appeal to the majority. I think is probably the safest bet. That's the safest thing. That's going to make you money. Oh, too good. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you so much, Nat. Nat, what do I, what do I call you this morning? The, oh, the media. The media baroness. baroness. <laughs> the media baroness. Media That's baroness. doing all the media. 
that's in the media team at Novak doing most a lot of our media and doing a fantastic job. Thank you for today and have a great day and everyone have a beautiful day. Oh, easy. Thank you, Mark. One more thing. Billy, Trailblazer Awards tonight. Announcement. Will Billy Drury win the Trailblazer Award, a national uh, award that domain.com.au is handing out to a young gun, one young gun. He's got down to the final eight. Amazing, amazing stuff. I'll definitely be <laughs> sitting on the edge of my seat. <laughs> can't wait, can't wait. Take care, everyone. Good luck, Billy. See ya.